Hey, everyone. Thanks for checking out 316 Podcast. I am Clayton from 316 Creative Works. Again, we always want to thank our production crew, Larry and Sandy, Esther, Justin, and Danielle, our house manager. Hey, guys. Hey, thanks for checking us uh, out again. We are at episode two with Talking with Christine Gerling. We left you off as leaving Moody. So you're in college now. Yeah. And you're you spending a year in, in Moody, and yeah. something happened that year. There's nothing scandalous. You're just like, not the right place, yeah. not the right time. Right. So you wake up one morning, you're like, I'm going to do what? I'm going to California. You did? I did, So yeah. just by yourself. Let me get that mic right up in here. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, so my sisters had moved out to California previously when I was still in high school and living the life out there. And so I was like, all right, I'm not going to go to Moody anymore. I'm going somewhere else. Do I find another college in Chicago or do I get my behind out to California and move in with my sisters? Bye-bye. So that's what you did. You moved in with your sisters. I did. Were they married, had families? Or so nope. We were all single, and actually, it was another friend and a cousin. So there were five girls in oh. a two-bed, one-bath apartment oh. in Southern California. Oh. San Diego, LA, uh, Orange County, Anaheim right. Hills. Yeah. And you went to college. I did. So you just went out there with a not uh, not a real plan, but you knew enough people who had established right. life. So you you went to LA. You went to California. Yep. yep. I said, what what did you do? So I went originally to um, like a a state school and then like a community college and then moved on to a state school after that. I uh, got a job in an escrow company. Just, you know, a what? <laughs> escrow. Yeah. We don't even have that really here as a separate company, but like between real estate, when people are buying and selling, like it's a, a whole company that kind of is the in-between. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's exciting. That's yeah. thrilling. Yeah. So you're 20, 18, 19, 19 living yeah. in L.A. with a bunch of girls, mm-hmm. uh, and you're working in an escrow company, and you're going yeah. to college. What's life like? I mean, are you a, an, an, uh, an L.A. brat? You, uh, <laughs> no. no. Uh, I mean, I'm training for my first marathon, and, I mean, we were going to church. Um, <laughs> just so just mom and dad know. like that needs to be said. We weren't lying. No, we were going to we church. We did, I promise. Um so when I met Ben, my husband, at Moody. Okay. So that you were, you were there, you met a dude. I met a dude. All right. I did. Uh, he was a senior. I was a freshman. And he always hated that guy who, you know, as a senior, decided to pick off a freshman. <laughs> and uh, then he became that guy. He, he's that guy. Yeah. yeah. Right. So we dated for a little bit, you know, while I was there. But then I was moving out to California and I was like, I mean, it's been fun, but you take care. Like, I'm not doing this long distance thing. I, I mean, we're we're done. We're good. We're calling it calling it here. And he was not thrilled with that choice. He was rather devastated. And but I was like, no, we're we're good. So I move out to California, and a few months later, he comes and visits me, and we're. I also am probably not the most straightforward, clear, not playing games person in the world. <laughs> All right. So so he didn't hear, we're done, we're over. He heard, come visit me in three months. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> we're done, and then let's probably make out. Yeah. Like, okay, it was, right. I'm yeah. confusing. No, that's right. That's, yeah. that's fair. Um, so he, he comes out and visits me, and uh, we're walking on the beach, and he says, you know, I really feel like I've only heard very specifically two things from God. And I'm like, oh, boy. And he's like, I know that I'm going to work in Hollywood, and I know that you're going to be my wife. And I said, good luck with that Hollywood thing. Yeah. 
Like, it's not happening, buddy. And uh, then about a year later, we got married, and he was working in Hollywood. You know, like you do. I don't even know. I, where do you... I, I'm seldom speechless. Yeah. I don't know where to go with that. Because... <laughs> He totally tricked you into marrying he him did. because God he said. Did. I know. And I'm like, that doesn't, that's not a line for me. But like, it works. It didn't. I know. So he went back to Chicago and then he ended up moving out to California like a creepy stalker. And we like pretty immediately went on this three week backtrapping, backpacking trip around Europe with my sister staying in hostels, and we know a bunch of people over there because, you know, my parents. <laughs> right, and, right. Um, yeah, we were there for three weeks, and by the end of it, I was like, well, I guess we're getting married. I guess if God said. <laughs> I didn't blame God. But we were up on the Eiffel Tower, not officially back together, but, you know, making out around Europe. And I <laughs> I look at him, and I'm like, if you're ever going to do it, now is probably the time. Did you say that or just think that? Uh, no, I said it. And he looks at me, he's like, ah. I, what, uh, I, I, um, I don't have a ring. Are you, are you serious? And I'm like, and I just kind of like smirk. And then we're walking down the stairs and I look at him and I go, well, that was your chance. You, you missed out. <laughs> God didn't talk loud enough. Sorry, buddy. So you, so you get back to LA and eventually he finally says, all right, will you marry me? Yeah, yeah. I did. And you said yes right away. I did. And that was that. Yeah. Got married. You lived in LA and he worked in Hollywood. Yep. And did you become a nurse? No, he became a nurse eventually. Oh. Uh, no, I was studying math, and then... Oh, that's right, yeah. because women don't back it. Right, right, right. right yeah. Exactly. I mean, women become nurses, so yeah, he right. became a nurse. Yeah. This is how our marriage works. Yeah, no, this makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I was studying math. He was working in Hollywood, and then decided, like, I can't do this anymore. I It was just draining the life out of him. and um, Just the pressure of Hollywood? Yeah. LA? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just because what he was doing, he kind of had to become, you know, the bad guy of, like... Letting, like, telling people what they had to do and getting angry about it. And just Hollywood is not, generally speaking, the most kind place. Um, And it just, he's a two on the Enneagram, if you know anything about that. So just, like, a helper and just always wanting to, like, just be there for other people. So having to be in a seat of, like, you know, being angry with people wasn't great for him. Um, Anyways, so he decided that he was done in Hollywood and wanted to become a nurse. So I was like... Well, we can't afford to live in L.A. Yeah. You're not you're going to school. Yeah. Right. So moved back in with my parents. In Munster, Indiana. In Munster, yeah. Indiana. Yeah. Yep. So I was teaching then, and he went to nursing school. And What did you teach? You became a teacher? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I taught high school math. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, perfect. That was everyone's favorite teacher. Uh, I'm sure it was. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I was teaching, and that was a really, really, really hard part of our marriage because you're living at home with your mom and dad and he's going to school yeah. and you're teaching school yeah. and so and, and you're fairly new married right i mean only married a couple of years then yeah we'd been married in i don't even know probably three or three years something like that yeah so life life got hard mm-hmm. and what did you do how did, how did you what did you turn to to make life easier yeah i mean a lot of things. We basically just became roommates for a while, and it just was a, a struggle bus. And then it got to a breaking point where it was like, "All right, we're either done or we gotta get, we gotta fix this." Mm-hmm. So we eventually went to counseling and 
thank the Lord, found a house in Chicago. He graduated. I mean, so it started, we started being able to build momentum back towards the, you know, towards our marriage. But it was rough. It was rough there for a while, for sure. Um, and you actually thought, did you actually think, I think this thing's over? So that's hard to answer. I mean, yes, that thought absolutely had gone through my mind many times. But also, I'm still the daughter of Wes and Lori Tabor. And we don't get divorced. We don't get divorced in this family. And not my parents, good Lord, has, have never said that. That right. is not. I know. Um, but just, you know, anytime there was struggle in marriage, it was still like, well, I'm still a representation. And they're not necessarily asking that of me. Um, but I, I still feel like I'm putting that on my, for myself. And thank God. Right, because it, it worked out, and right. you guys got help, and yep. you, and you sustained. Yeah. So you moved to Chicago. You have a couple of kids, and he becomes a nurse, and you're still teaching math. No, so I stopped teaching when we moved to Chicago because oh. the plan was to start a family immediately. To you know, he'd be a nurse, I'd be stay at home mom. That's the plan. Um, and then we went through three and a half years of infertility, and that was another really hard part. Um, so we, you know, kind of back on the upswing of, of who we are as husband and wife, but, you know, and going through infertility. And is this a, a, a dark night of the soul? Is this a soul searching, soul crushing, figuring yeah. out who you are? Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty rough. Um, it was, you know, a lot of figuring out like, am I being like, is God punishing me for something? Um, even though I was like, I don't believe that. Right. Um, you know, the stories we tell ourselves, right? Right, right, of right. Like, yeah, inner monologue, right? Yeah, exactly. Of, you know, if I had made different choices, maybe maybe God wouldn't feel the need to punish me. Maybe this would be easy. And, um, you know, I didn't, I didn't know if kids were going to be in the future. And for so long in our marriage, I was like, well, that's, we're not there yet. And then it's like we kind of flip the, the switch and I'm like, all right, now that we're ready for a family. And then it just couldn't happen. And that was really really devastating and you know eventually you know saw doctors got on hormones all of all of the fun things and it, and it, and it worked and it worked and you're you've got two two boys yeah two and out right yeah i mean you feel <laughs> time com- tapping up right okay. you feel complete yeah right yeah. i mean because there's there's a there's a moment when you have that last child you're like ah oh, yeah i feel done yeah. it's this feels right complete yeah and so now you live happily ever after. Yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. No? So our no, I mean yes, sure. Um, our boys are thirteen months apart. So no, Irish twins, right? I mean, just about yeah. almost. Um, so yeah. So having having the second, we were definitely like, okay, we're yeah. good. I think we're good. Yeah, experience that. <laughs> think, we're done. Yeah, I think we're calling up, tapping out here. Um, but yeah, I, everything has man shifted so much. So, you know, Ben was a nurse and. That that's a really hard job, and um, he was again in a job that was then killing him, and that's really rough to be coming home and you know completely defeated. And um, I was working four part-time jobs with a one and a two-year-old, and it was starting to get back to that like you know not exactly roommate, but like kind of just like pass off relationship you know like he'd come home from work I'd pass off the kids I'd go you know do my work in the bedroom or whatever and um it's kind of that little you know loss of connection um plus having a one and a two-year-old is 
fairly exhausting. Um, and then come, you know, we started on a health journey. Everything shifted from there. Wait, what happened? We started on a health journey. Both of you. So what? So he, so he's feeling fat and lethargic, and you're feeling sensitive and bloated. Right? I mean, it's, sure. And yeah. then you're like, let's do something. Let's. Yeah. Yeah. Let's be vegetarians. Is that what that looked like? Yeah, that was exactly it. <laughs> uh, no, so weight was something I'd struggled with forever. Really? Forever. I was always the big girl. You, you were a fat kid? Yeah, I was a fat kid. Really? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean, I actually used to like hide candy in my room. Like, So I'm a hider, right? Like that's just... Yeah. And... Uh, there's your secret. There's my secret. I'm a hider. Um so yeah, I was always really big, but I would then like try to work it off. So I would, you know, run for three hours a day in junior high. And like, I started dieting before I was 10 years old and, um, there was just no balance to it. It was like, I ate a salad and then I ate a bag of red vines. Like, it, you know, that makes sense. Um, so it was always a struggle and, then with, you know, infertility for three and a half years, that does not help your weight, especially when every month you're consoling yourself with food and alcohol. That doesn't really help your weight. Um, so, and then we had back-to-back kids after being on hormones. and, Anyways, so my weight was back up to what I was when I was nine months pregnant when the boys were, you know, one and two years old. And there was just no turning around. It was just like, here we go. Like, this is just the rest of my life. This is just who I am. This is just my story. And I'm exhausted of trying to fight it and um learned about this program from my brother-in-law ended up losing 109 pounds wait a minute what did you do <laughs> i lost 109 pounds on a program mm-hmm. in just over seven months, or seven and a half months. <laughs> this, True story. Uh, it's almost like you're here for a purpose I don't, I'm, I'm not sure i like where this thing's going um <laughs> We're just gonna skip ahead. We're, let's let's get back into the secret sins of life because I can handle that a lot better than the the weight crap you're talking about. Sure, yeah, that's fair. Um, <laughs> all right, you you do we got ten minutes here, fifteen minutes here. Um, all right, crap. All right, you brought it up. Yeah. So, I <laughs> I come from fat people. Right? Don't we all? I don't know. I mean, I you know, I mean, I've got so much craziness in my head about about diet and my weight and my stuff. Yeah. Um, and I've spent a lot of money, spent a lot of time reading, researching, and stuff on on my weight. And now, look, I mean, here, here's the thing. We, I guess, maybe we can't get into this later because there may not be much later for me. But tomorrow, I celebrate. 18 years of sobriety. That's awesome. And today, I am probably 10, 5 to 10 pounds heavier than when I quit drinking 18 years ago. Yeah. So I, I probably need to do something. Probably. But what was your journey like? So you, so you had a brother-in-law mm-hmm. who lost some weight. Yeah, so he, has, he didn't die. Uh, yeah, he actually <laughs> ended up losing 100 pounds. In, really? In just over five months. He, he had to lose 100 pounds? He did. Yeah, he was 300. Uh, he's like 6'5". But, okay. yeah, he was he was pushing 300. And um, he was about to turn 40 and realized, like, I you know I've got two young boys. Like, I want to actually be here. And kind of actually felt from God, like, all right, I see all of the fruit of the Spirit from you except self-control. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do about that? Yeah. yeah. 
Why are you saying these things? <laughs> this is supposed to be talking with Christine, not screwing with Clayton's life. Both right? and. It's, that's the, same, how we it's do. the same thing. We talk with screwing Clayton's life. Um, so he lost 100 pounds, and yeah. so you're like, holy crap, yeah, that, so that saw, works. Yeah, so I watched him, and I was like, neat. You're a dude. Yeah. Congratulations. That was higher. Right. Like, the fact that you can get healthy is great for you, but, like, I've tried everything and it's just not going to work for me. Like, let me tell you, I know it's not going to work for me. And I'm, you know, stubborn and tell me I can't do something. And All right, fine. So um, so I was like, all right, screw it. I'm going to try it. I'm going to just prove to you that it didn't work for me. And I lost 109 pounds. Just trying it. Yeah. Like you didn't, just, like you, you had to commit, fall. though, right? Yeah, I had to actually do it. Well, you lose weight. Uh, because here's the thing I, I've learned about being an alcoholic. You, alcohol wasn't my problem, right? I, I became sure. an alcoholic because I had problems, yeah, right? And so there was a brokenness in me, sure. right? There was a destructive lifestyle behavior in me. Yeah. Um, it was played out, or the symptom or the fruit of my brokenness was pain management through alcohol. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, and, and, and so I've been through enough health and weight blah, 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 BS to know that there's probably something broken in me, right? There's a psychology sure. uh, of of my approach or my relationship with food. Yeah. Is that something that you, you had to kind of nail down? Yeah. Yeah. If it weren't for the head and the heart work, I would have lost the weight, but I'd be back there already. Yeah. I mean, I, it's, and that's why, like, it's not a diet. Diets, I can... And my whole life is proof that diets don't work, right? I tried them all. Diets do not work. It is not until you dig in and do the head and the heart work. What 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 was it? What was what? What was your head and heart work? I mean, what what was broken inside of you that led you to pain management through food? Yeah, man, that's a good question. I don't know how to answer that exactly. I mean, I think a lot of things. I think one of the big things for me was uh, numbing with food and drink. Um, there was. Every emotion was tied to to food and drink. So if I'm celebrating, if I'm sad, if I'm bored, if I'm lonely, if I'm angry, if I'm filling the anything, book, right? Fill in the blank, right? Um, food and drink was the solution to that because you know your brain lets go of chemicals immediately yeah. when you think about it. When you yeah, before you even eat it, exactly. just preparing you smell it, thinking it, it yeah. yes. Oh, here we go. This will preach. Yeah. Oh, so, you know, that instant gratification became something that I just needed all of the time because, and I'd, I'm not done with the head and the heart work. I'm, no. no one is ever done with the head right. and the heart work. But yeah, there's a lot of that, like, okay, you know, figuring out how I actually am in the world versus like who I've always just chosen to show up as. Performance. Right. right. Exactly. Um so, yeah, you know. And when you eat, you can't hide that eventually, right? <laughs> Clearly. So you you could perform better, but you couldn't get rid of what you ate last night because you're still 100 pounds overweight. Right, yeah. But blaming everything else, right? <clears throat> blaming my genetics, yeah. blaming my... I mean, so I, I like to blame my mother because I was born 10 pounds, 6 ounces. That's a giant baby. <laughs> and I was born at home. God bless my mother. Clearly so. it was her fault. Exactly. It was. Because if she hadn't have, you know, yeah. had food when I was in utero, right. then I would be, be a set food up. Addict, I yeah. would yeah, I would it's all But your dad's a big guy. He is. But yeah. he's not look fat. Right. Yeah. I mean just a big he's a yeah. football player, right? Yeah. He probably uh, never played football, yeah. but he's yeah. that size. Yeah. He's yeah. a hulking man. He is. Right. Yes. 
So what came first? The paying attention to your health and nutrition or or the heartbreak over what health and nutrition was hiding? I, I definitely think I had to figure out the start on the road of the nutrition first because that was kind of the first domino that fell in I started feeling really good for the first time in forever. So I used to wake up just as exhausted as I was when I passed out the night before. Yeah, I was yeah, the mom on the couch. I had no energy. You know, my one and two-year-old clearly are needing me. And I just was like, oh, gosh, okay. Like, I just, I had nothing to give because I just was coming from an empty place. Um, so once I started getting my nutrition, you know, on track for where I need to be, that switch of feeling good just, it lit everything up. It was like the world became colorful again. Possibilities. And absolutely. So when I was then feeling good and having the energy, I was like, okay, I'm actually going to do this. I'm actually going to dive in to myself. I'm going to do some spiritual development. I'm going to do some personal development. I'm going to actually figure out who I am in this world, how I want to show up versus just allowing my life to happen to me, which is what I'd been doing. Mm. How much time we got? <laughs> We're almost done. I'm sorry. We didn't talk enough about... But it, do, um, do you think the program, whatever, I mean, whatever it is, yeah. does it work for anybody? Yes. <laughs> do you want me to pause a little bit longer? I don't know. Mm. I, does it work? I hate this. Does it, does it work for me? Absolutely. I don't have to lose 100 pounds. Okay. Maybe, okay. I, do, maybe I do. Probably not. Um, all right. I'm going to hate myself for saying this. Okay. Because now I'm on this, like, this Jordan River. I'm on the, like, the, 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 the river bank of the Jordan, right? When I say this next thing, I'm going, I'm, I'm diving. And if I don't say it, then I can stay here and be fat forever. <laughs> but maybe we should start a program, you and I, and maybe I should podcast it or, like, document it, right? That sounds impactful. Like, and I, well, it sounds like accountability, right? I mean, you get Ooh. a couple hundred, potentially a couple thousand people that 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 uh, know that I'm on this this thing. Mm -hmm. uh, accountability is already built into <laughs> what I do. So, look, I'm not, I haven't committed just yet, but yeah, we do we do need to finish um, this uh, episode of talking with Christine. Uh, any regrets? In my whole life. Yep. Oh, jeez. Of course. <laughs> Nothing you'd change? Uh, I don't, that's a hard question because everything that I've done, right, has built me to who I am and I've learned from. I have done some things that have very deeply hurt other people and that sucks. Yeah. And I don't like that part of me. But I can't go backwards. I can only move forwards. Um so are there things that I wish I could erase from the world? Absolutely. But I think if I did, I wouldn't have the lessons in my pocket to move forward. And, well, then I would probably make those mistakes later. Right. It, it wouldn't have changed you. Yeah. How much time? 
let me throw these questions at you and then we'll kind of finish this up. And you know what I'm thinking? I'm, I'm thinking if you have time, yeah. maybe we can roll into another podcast about my my health journey and see if we can get into that. I love it. Uh, try not to swear. This is James Lipton's. This is James Lipton's uh, final questions. Uh, it's just rapid fire. I just want to uh, wrap up this way. I've had a wonderful time talking with Christine. What's your favorite word? Oh, you told me not to swear. Um, oh, fantastic! What's Please your that word What's your least favorite word? Slice. Slice. What turns you on? Keep it clean. It doesn't have to be. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. Yeah, what turns you on? What's, what excites you? Uh, helping other people, oh, honestly. Good. And math, calculators. I like calculators. Really? That yeah. just seems bizarre to me. Helping people and math. Uh, what turns you off? Uh, jerks. What sound or noise do you love? Uh, the sound of my boys laughing. Yeah. What sound or noise do you hate? Uh... Anything that I can't quite understand that's, like, just just low enough, that drives me crazy. Like, if the radio is on oh, but just yeah. too low, I can't handle that, it. That, that uh, ASMR, that, uh, that, that, that quiet talk. Yeah. Oh, that's so annoying. What is your favorite smell? Um, fresh baked bread, which fresh isn't bread. great. Yeah, that's good for your health journey, isn't it? <laughs> what, what profession other than your current one would you like to try? I'm thinking about becoming a vlogger. A vlogger? Thinking about Yeah. It. What the heck? Let's try it. What profession are the, than the one you have that you think you would hate? Uh, I mean, anything to do with dirty things or being really cold. I hate being cold. Being out, like cleaning outhouses in no, 20, thank you. 20 in Alaska. below. Right, right, right. Shoot me in the head, yeah. For the last one, if God exists and we believe he does, what do you think you'd like to hear him say to you? Hmm. That I am his beloved. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I'm his beloved. Yeah. Great job. Thank you so much. Hey, stick around. Let's let's try and do this health journey together. Uh, but until then, guys, thanks for checking us out at 316 Podcast. I'm Clayton from 316 Creative Works. We were talking with Christine Gerling. Hey, this is Clayton from 316 Creative Works talking about our podcast. Listen, if you like any of this stuff that you saw or you heard, I'm going to give you a couple places where you might find it. Besides coming in live to the Farmhouse Studios, there's a couple platforms you can find these on. Um, <clears throat> so you can check out Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iTunes, and SoundCloud. So for the cheap seats in the back there, let me say this one more time. You can go to Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iTunes, and SoundCloud. You can find that under 316 Podcasts.